Hello everyone and welcome to Sony Games Little Time, a podcast where Evangelos and I talk about board games. And today we're going to talk about Evacuation. Uh, one of those games that I don't own, but Evangelos owns. <laughs> so uh, let's... I always introduce you to new games, don't I? Yes, and it's... it's the games it's, you like. It's really good because I don't have a lot of games at home and I need new games. Oh no, wait a minute. Anyway, um, but um, but don't you know, don't you always notice? Oh yeah, maybe we shouldn't say the spoiler if you like the game or not. Yeah. Okay, we'll save it, save it for later. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> all right, um, let me give some uh, information about what evacuation actually is. Um, it's not a Kickstarter game; it's just a regular release, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a game by Vladimir Suchi. You might know him from games such as. Underwater City, Shipyard, Pulsar, 2849, uh, Woodcraft, Lost Will, etc., etc., etc. There's a ton of them. Um, and it play, apparently, according to BGG, it plays best at two or three players. The publisher is Delicious Games, and the artist is Michel Beichel. I think that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically, uh, I was going to read the whole BGG stuff about what the game is like, but I think that's it's just too much. So basically, it's very simple. The planet where we are now is dying, and we have to go to a new planet. So basically, you have to dismantle your engine and then rebuild it on the fly in the new one by transporting goods and other stuff in ships that you have to buy, but also build buildings and get stadiums to keep people happy and all that kind of stuff, right? Basically. So according to BGG, it's um, a, it's it's both strategy and racing, but we'll talk about that more. And it has hand management, highest, lowest scoring, uh, income, pick up and deliver, and has a solo mode. At the moment, it has a 7.7 after 985 ratings, and the weight is 3.95. You think the weight is, is spot on with 3.95? I mean, I don't know. I was, th- I was thinking about that. Um, it, it, okay, should we go straight into that then? Um, I think it is heavy, but doesn't. I think it's more heavy wrapping up how to do what you need to do rather than the actual mechanics. Yeah, it's, it's more about like how do I do this efficiently rather than the actual game mechanics is is is, is what's uh, heavy. Would you agree with that? What, what do you think? It's more getting the flow, getting into how the rhythm of how the game works. Yes, because that first game that we played, so also we played yes. it once with three, right? And then yes. you played yes. it with f- also three, four. I had four, four, four at the time, and then I played solo. So that's that's what we've got so far. Three games between us. Um, mm-hmm. The first game we played, I had a lot of trouble getting into this one. Oh my goodness, the yes. the. I think maybe it's also because we played after Barcelona, which was also quite heavy. And uh, I don't know. I normally don't have that problem getting into games that badly, but that one was really... It really took me until half the game to finally wrap my head around it and uh, know how to play. More details about that later, though. So I think that's where the 3.95 comes from because a lot of the standard ideas that you have from games, like, oh, it'll be like this, isn't necessarily true here. Like, okay, for your actions, you need to pay energy, but then you need to see where your satellites are, which is, if, you, if you've if seen pictures of the game, it's like the, the, the swirly thing that goes from one planet to the other one. 
And if your satellites are, satellites are all the way still in the old world, you can only pay from the energy there. If they're like halfway, you can yes. do from both. If they're all the way to the new world, you can only pay energy from the new world. But then normally in normal games, tends to be, oh, you pay with energy and it doesn't matter where it comes from, you know, where it comes from, you yes. know, you just pay. But then here, thematically, it makes sense, of course, because you're rebuilding stuff and there's nothing left there or whatever. But yeah, that took a, for me, it took a while it's, to get into it. The, the, heavy, as I said, the heaviness is the, to balance the two things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's more about like, like you, okay, we'll talk about it later, but I think that's the main thing. And the fact that you were still able to finish quite strongly shows that the first half, even though you didn't get it, the mechanics weren't that difficult. You were still able to do it. Yeah. That, the, you were still playing the game, yeah. but you weren't playing as efficiently as you would have liked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also the game automatically pushes you forward anyway. Like it's not yeah you can you cannot get stuck on the old world because you do move your satellites every round and and you do move forward and you do open up new spots or limit yourself in certain yes. ways, so yeah and of course I see the other people at the table play, <laughs> so I can see oh yeah you did this and this and this okay uh, I should have probably done that too or because I remember in the first round you have buildings that you can build right and yes. and you build them in a the new world, but. I think one of the first things that I did was immediately get two buildings, which in retrospect is a really bad move because you don't have anything yet in the new world. And when you have those buildings, depending on which world you build on, you need to use those resources. So I had resources to build the buildings, but only in the old world where they don't go. <laughs> You're supposed to go in the new world. Yeah. So first you have to transport those things there. So basically I hold, held those cards in my hand for like, two and a half rounds before I finally used them. So it was like a yes. wasted turn in the first round, you know? So all that kind of stuff, you, of course, you learn it from other, from seeing other people doing it and by, by playing it, of course. But yeah, it, especially the fact like, if you want to build anything, the world where you yes. take your resources from, that's where it ends up. That is something, and yes. I think that's both a good thing and a bad thing. It's good because it's something new, right? And and, and, and it's, it's a cool mechanic. But for me, in the beginning, it was bad because it's just difficult to wrap my head around it for some reason. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, as yeah, I said, I think it's, as I repeat myself, I think it's the balance. It's very similar to On Mars, where you yeah. have these two phases that interlink and... Each one on its own is not necessarily difficult, but just finding a way to balance the two. And I think that's what makes the, the game so interesting. I think in, on Mars it was also gives it a complication. I think in, in on Mars it was easier to understand because it was so different from the two areas, and also your your workers yes. get stuck, so you can't just forget to or whatever. It, it you know that was really really obvious. Yes. In here it was a bit. Yeah, you know where. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think in the end, I like. I really like the mechanic, but it took a while for me to get into it. Um, yeah, I already messed up uh, by by saying that. I already messed up our uh, our order because I was going to start with what was really good, and then good, and then okay, and then potentially bad, and then <laughs> so on. So okay, what do you think is the best thing about this game? What do you think makes this game shine? If it shines, the two, the the two hot. I I I do like the game. I like anything most games by Suchi. Um, mm -hmm. I, for me, I think it's the balancing of the two that that, that makes. Again, I said it's a two engines. It's the 
It's the dismantling of the one engine and building up the second engine at the same time. And trying to, almost like this right half of the brain, left half of the brain, mm-hmm. thinking at the same time. Like, thinking ahead. It's, a, it's like, I don't know, it's just, that, it's just the, the interaction between the two um, goals. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Yeah. I like yeah, it. I, like, it's, it's like a puzzle. It's working this puzzle out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's quite exciting. And it's so dependent on the cards that you have in your hand as well. Like you know what you have to yes. do, but then the cards yes. decide so much of what you should do first or second. And it's you do have the basic actions, but you never really want to use those basic actions. <laughs> because the cards are so good. But the problem with the cards mm. is that is that they kind of force you to do some, something that's maybe not optimal. Yes. Yes. Because they're so good. So much better than the basic action. Just to explain a bit to the people, Mm -hmm. uh, in the phases of the game, you have the action phase where you play all your cards. And then on the cards, there's numbers. And on the actions, there's numbers. And at the end, when you pass, you add up all the numbers. And that is how much you move your satellites. You can separate that number between the satellites. And you have to use the full amount. You can't just, you know, say, I'll only move five. If you have seven, you have to use the full amount. And the reason why that's important is because you, you want to move your satellites farther because it'll allow you to open up more stuff on the new world. And also, you lose your oceans initially, but if your uh, satellites get far enough, you get the oceans back, so you get more production yes. on the other side. So you do want to push them forward. But the problem with those cards are, or is, is that the best cards have like zero or one on them. So you can do a really cool yes. move, but your satellites but are not going to move. Yeah. So you either yes. have to make sure you stay alive long enough, not alive, but you have enough energy long enough. Because when you do actions, the first two are free, but the third one is one energy, the fourth one is two, and then everything after that is three. And so you need to have enough energy to keep going. So one of the players that we played with in the beginning, uh, Miguel, he would then basically burn cards on certain actions to increase the number just to get as far as possible after he did all the zero moves to say the to explain it that way but yeah that's that's why i wrote down with really good the decision crunch because you have to choose between all those good cards and also make sure your 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 satellites move (laughs) which was a bit troublesome at times for me but also there's there's those end of round bonuses also tempt you to have low numbers as well yeah, you have the the, the, the bonus. Yep. So basically, when you have your number, you let's say you have uh, there's, a, there's a card at the top of the board, which is basically the, the, the transition bonus, I guess you could call it. I don't know the exact actual name, but it'll have a lower number and a higher, like, for example, 7 and 12. And then I read in the rule book, I and mean, I didn't know that, but when you do the points version, you have to do the generous one, the generous bonus, which means yes. from 1 to 7, you get the top. And then 8 to 12, you get the, the bottom. And higher, you get nothing. But if you play the race game or whatever, you have to have exactly that number. Exactly about, yeah. Which to me is crazy. Yeah. Like, why would anyone ever try to... Because the bonuses are okay, but it's not something I would go for. But anyway, so the fact that you have that and you have some goal cards that say every time you get the yes. higher or lower bonus, you get points. 
which I have something about to say about that later on, honestly. But uh, <laughs> it, it also infects that because sometimes the bonus is really nice. Sometimes yes. it's like, eh, I don't really care. Yes. But sometimes it's like, hmm. Because when you, for example, it might give you resources. But when you get resources, once again, you have to choose. You put it in the old world or the new world and stuff like that. Because I remember when we first played and I got two energy and I wanted to put it in the new world. Everybody was like, uh, are you sure? <laughs> no, yep. old world. Because <laughs> I didn't. Because I didn't you need the energy the... to fuse yes. chips. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't made that connection yet, and everything. So yeah, but yeah, so yeah, just decision crunch. Everything is so nicely connected. It's not like if you play yeah. one card, it has a lot of ramifications. Uh, because that's another thing that I wrote down: the energy cost for actions and the correlation with the progress track. So tight. That you have yeah, you have to keep it in mind and you can really... Because I think uh, there's a there's going to be a how-to-play video, uh, which is already done, and a solo playthrough, which I'm still editing. But I think there I had like one turn where I think I moved four <laughs> with the satellites only, I think. It was like... Because I totally forgot that round. I was like, oh, crap. And then, yeah. You know, so... Yeah. I think I, I did pretty well, though. I, I can't remember. You should watch it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, what I really like about the game, the fact that there are different variations of the game. There's the point system and the and the race system. You do, for the solo, you don't do race. You just do points. I'm assuming. I did. I did points. Yeah. But even with yeah. the but even so the, the points that, is different. I mean, you can do okay. points, and then you can also add the cards. If but you can do points without the cards. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, but the fact that the game has these modes, which you have the race mode, in which is the first person to do three things. I think it's get all your markers on the new world up to eight mm -hmm. and build three stadiums on the new world. First person to do that trick is end game. Yeah. So so there we have a definite goal to reach. So it's the fact that that's that they have that mode. But then they also have a mode with without the cards. Mm -hmm. In which you just do the basic actions only. Yeah. So, and I played. That's a player. That's a version I played initially. Yeah. With with because of less experienced players, and it's not just a watered down mode. It is a viable mode. Right. It's not just like introductory mode. It is. It is still a crunchy euro, but a lot simpler. So it's, it's actually very interesting that the game has a legitimate easier mode, but still mm -hmm. a solid euro does that make sense yes I, I, you you told me that you thought it was quite boring but on the other hand i know for even, me yeah, yeah for you yeah because because we're used to having like cards and advanced actions and so on but i agree exactly. that it's probably tight because you still need to think about the, the value of those actions and moving your satellites and everything else so it's still yes. you still need to make the choices it's just in a different way yes yeah. different way. so and i found that i found that to have two modes where I can just play the game with less experienced players, but still not almost patronize them with this simplest, totally simplistic, stripped down game. So it's, yeah. the, the, the easier mode is not stripped down. Yeah. yeah. It's still a heavy game in some ways. So I thought that was interesting that he was able to create multiple, like multiple modes, and, but still have them all to be viable. Would you so argue like that. that the race version is shorter? Than the card version. No, it took four rounds. Or at least for that, it took four. It took four rounds. Yeah, but I mean, in time, is it shorter? It uh, still took us about the same time. Oh, okay. Because I think you'd have less but, to. But, but that could. 
but that could also be because it was our first game. Yeah, true. With less experienced yeah. players, because even though it's it's just getting all eight mark or get all three markers to eight, that still takes takes a lot of work. True, true. And because your your actions are are weaker, it's going to be more difficult to get them that high too. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Especially when you don't have to, you don't know how to use the goal cards. But the other thing is, I think we, the, the thing I really like is the tech tree. What do you think of the tech tree? I got it under okay. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about it. No, I agree. I understand. Yeah. Let's talk. It's it's only I like, but there's also problems with it too. Okay, you so want to go? For, okay, okay, I'll go first time. Um, with the with the tech tree, I I like it. But I think if this were a game that I would be planning to play a lot in a short time span or whatever, or I'd be like, okay, I only have like 10 games, this is my 11th game, so we're going to be playing this for a month or whatever. I think the tech trees would get old yeah. very quickly. Because even though you randomize them, because for the people at home, we have a level 3, a level 2, a level 1, and it has three tiles for each, and then you basically mix them up and then put them down. So your 1, 2, 3 in each row will be different potentially every game right but 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 all uh, uh nine to uh checks are always the same yes to the next, uh, combination yes exactly so i That's think thing, yeah. we, we talked point. about that before saying that it, it really opens the door wide open for expansions because now we have four sets we can have a fifth and sixth and seventh yeah. eighth and seventh and so on which is true but on the other hand is i think it's a little bit it'll be nice if we had a couple more with each set that don't get onto your board yes. like you know like five level threes and only three get on your board and so on um, sure, good point. because now when i have a certain board i'm like okay this board gives me bonuses for health this this number like i say set number two i don't forget i yes. remember so if i have this set i'm always going to do this because it doesn't really make sense mm -hmm. To do anything else because of the bonuses that it gives me while if it mixes around a little bit more i might be like okay set two it could be this this or this depending on what comes out so i think it, it, it is uh, asymmetric that's true and it helps but i think it's a little bit too limiting and some actions aren't really that good <laughs> some some texts are really that good while others are really good so you're always going to go for that specific yes. one no matter what uh on each board i feel so yeah I mean, it is going to change your gameplay from game to game because that one that you always go for will be connected to other ones, which will go send you in different directions. But sure, but but yeah, yeah. But it's interesting because obviously they had to try and balance it. That they, but it's interesting. You're right. It's interesting that all nine texts are always the same. Well, all the tokens in each each number, each grouping of texts, always the same. Yeah, yeah. It's it is surprising that there's no variability there. But yeah, on the other hand, like you okay, said, it, it is fun. Down. It is fun because it does. It, you do see like, oh, you've got that power. That's so good. And maybe next time you can then play with that board. I mean, not with the board, just with the set. And then you can try it that way and so on. Because I think in the solo game, I played with your set, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah. So uh, when I played solo. So um, yeah, it's just it's cool to see, uh, to then try it yourself. And there is, of course, a certain amount of replayability before it get, gets old. But I think we've just been spoiled by other games as well mm -hmm. that give higher, I mean, uh, more and more. Variability. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Variability, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so what else do you like about the game? 
Um, I already have the, the really good stuff done uh, with good. Um, I, I already talked about the card use, the mix with the progress, the symmetry. Yes. The fact that you're rebuilding your energy, uh, your energy, your engine, and also with the constant thinking of like, okay, what should go first? Because on the one hand, you want to put your yes. energy first because it gives you turns. Yes. But then in the new world, you also want to have production of steel because steel allows you to colonize, to put your settlers down. To build. Yes, yeah. exactly. And, and then, of course, you need the food too to feed people. Like the board that I had, the tech tree had that, I think one of the techs was that I had to feed one less on both sides. Which was awesome, you know. <laughs> it makes it so much easier. But then it's always like, okay, now I'm high on my actions, but I've got nothing to settle. So now I've got this again. So in the beginning, I was like, okay, you always go for actions, which makes sense. But then you always like the other. So it's it really depends on the cards that you have and and the combination of all that kind of stuff, which I think it's good that it's all. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so nothing specific. I think it looks good. It's not super beautiful but i think it looks good it looks nice on the table no, no. it's a straightforward non-kickstarter euro yeah I but i think people seeing the both planets will be like what's what's going on here you know it's, it's a bit more appealing yes. than your standard uh feel yeah um you have anything else that's good no i it's a, i think the theme I, I like the fact that this is a euro that has a good theme mm -hmm. like you know like it's spaceship the, the spaceships are cool yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, the idea that you transfer things to each other to the, to the side, and as I said, the dismantling of the one engine is all is such a is such an interesting uh, mechanic. Also, the fact like <laughs> progressing of the satellite track destroys your oceans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So straight from the beginning, like you're doing well, but then you're really cutting yeah. your your leg. You also like I just I just think the game has makes make. It's a real challenge, and I think that's what we want. Yeah, yeah, it's true. The um, the fact that what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. Um, yeah, with the engine rebuild, the fact that you're always just—it's a fine line that you're walking because you don't want to take too much stuff yes. off, uh, or don't want to build yes. too much of one thing on the other side and then ignoring the other stuff because it also goes once again hand in hand with your goal cards, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, but the fact that, like you said, you start with seven of each, but even after the first progress, you immediately look minus one to everything because of the ocean. So you already, it already yeah. influences your actions for the next round. So sometimes it is good to not spend all your energy and keep some for next round so you can have more to do and, and stuff like that. And yes. yeah. It's also the fact, like, do I really want to move stuff already or I'm going to leave it at the end? Because if you leave people in the old world, it'll give you negative yeah. points at the end of the game. So you don't want to leave people or factories there. So, yeah, yeah it all, it all, like I said, yeah. it, it, the theme, the theme is really good. I think you feel the theme here as well. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, now, uh, on, the only things I have left are potentially bad. Is there anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> Again, the rest of it to me is just normal. The, um, the buildings and everything, the ships and everything is just, it's okay. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially at the stadium, it's just a weird thing. Yeah, yeah, it's keeping people happy, right? It's like in every civilization game, you know, <laughs> has smiley faces a bit. And and the and the fact and the factories, whatever they call them, it's just you know, mm. a prerequisite you move up the track. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's kind of boring. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I agree with you there. Um, and the ships are just like, okay, the ships just take over certain products. That's all it takes. It's transport, yeah. But they're very expensive, though, in general. Yeah, transport. Uh, yeah. Okay. The, so, yeah, I agree with you there. The very expensive thing for the ships that brings me to a potentially bad thing on the, um, it's, it's, it's the goals, the goal cards. Because you, okay. you can also, yeah. of course, play without the goal cards because it's a points variance, right? But if you play with the goal cards, mm. you basically... Everybody has four, you choose one, you draft, basically it goes around, you take another, and you end up with four, and then uh, one is removed and you keep three, Discard. right? One is, one is discarded, you keep three, and that's what you score. My problem is that some cards combo too well together. Like you might, the initial four, you might have one that says, oh, you get points for uh, plant factories. And then I get cards from you, oh, look, plant production. And then I get another card and it says yeah. factories in general. So then it's very easy for me to rack up the points because I just to focus on that one thing. But then you've got other cards that say like, oh, ships, you know, have X amount of ships. But ships are expensive and don't necessarily mm -hmm. combo with anything. You know, just make sure you pay it and then you have it. But then it just makes it a little bit easier to transport stuff over. But I think you don't really need more than two ships in the game maximum. Most of the time, depending on what you do. Okay. Maybe three. But then I think the maximum point is four ships, but I think four ships is way too much. And then also the, the, the bonus goal card that says if you have the lowest bonus, you get three points every time. So you can get up to 12 points. And then if you have four or five, you get even more points. But then if you always get the lowest, you hardly move. So then you're not probably never going to mm. settle in the forests or never going to settle in the oceans unless you activate it on your board. So while it's good to get that bonus because those bonuses are pretty strong most of the time, the weaker bonus, it also handicaps you. Because I had it in my first game and I was like, yeah, I made the bonus again. But then I saw the <laughs> other guy, Miguel, jump forward like crazy. And I was like, yeah, but I can't really yes. do that because otherwise I'm not getting those points. Okay, I can ignore my goal card, but then I just should have never chosen. Like now I'm never going to choose that again. I don't want to be hampered by mm. needing to get that goal while the other stuff is just build, thing, build things, you know, which you do anyway. Yeah. So like I said, some, some cards combos way some cards combo way better with, uh, with each other than others. And it's a draft, you know. It's, of course, it's also a luck fest. And you... A little bit like that way, but um, yeah, so that was a little bit. I mean, if you then show your cards at the end of the game, you can be like, Oh, look, all three of mine worked very nicely together, you know, and other people might be yeah. like, Oh, mine don't. <laughs> I wonder if, um, because there's so little interaction, that's one complaint I actually have the game, there's no interaction, yeah, really, yeah, only locations. I wonder if you just do only locations, yeah. but then maybe some goals do that, like have an open draft, yeah. Yeah, then you need... Because that's the only reason... Yeah, yeah. Because the, the only way the combos can come is if we don't know, you know, what's out there. Yeah, that's true. That's only I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, then you can say, okay, I don't want Joe to have that one because he already has plant so factories. Thought, so you can hate so. drafts. So you can hate drafts. So an so open draft is you could hate draft, at least. Yeah, something like that, yeah. We've only played three times, technically, so it hasn't happened yet. But I see the potential of someone saying, oh, at the end of the game, okay, goal scoring or oh, all mine... Uh, are like plant based and then mine is like ships bonus and steel factories which is wildly different and yeah. you know so that might 
cause some some problems and normally a draft fixes that you know i realize that but then again you yeah. don't see all the cards so eh, whatever so you can you see yeah you can you can get lucky at least the first two but again who knows what exactly about. and then what you said not enough interaction i i, I also wrote that down basically you can't really stop anyone because you don't yeah. you don't influence them at all uh not at all yeah the only way you stop them, the only interaction is the satellite track where you could maybe block a couple of the symbols. But there's so many of the symbols on the track. And then when you play with, and we play with the cards, you can have cards that say you have this symbol for the whole, <laughs> the whole year. Yeah, or the one tech, the tech I had that you also played with has the one. Yeah. So there's there's very little interaction. Yeah. And even the locations on the planets, there are so many of them. Or you can say, oh, okay, you've got yeah. the triple bonus. Okay, fine. But there's still a lot of other stuff as well that you can do. So. Yeah. See, I, don't know, I don't know how to be with four players, but maybe it's a little tight with four. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I think if it also depends on what your strategy is, right? If you are trying to um, colonize as quickly as possible, and I yeah. guess the interaction also has to come from the buildings, because they have to be like yes. in a diagonal line or whatever, and then you might, you know, you you care more about the location. It might be like, oh no, you went there, and I needed to go there. Now I can't build my yes. building. Yeah. See, now the other thing is, okay, maybe, especially if you don't play with the cards, mm -hmm. I wonder if the game can be solved. So you're always at the same because moves. There's no, yeah. the, because there's, it's not random. Yeah. Really. Yeah. There's no random. There's no randomness in the game, except the cards. And the technology. So, well, it's, And the technology, in the order the technology yeah, comes out yeah, and which one you get. Yeah. But I wonder if, because I don't know, maybe just because it's only, only played one game with the cards. Mm-hmm. Because I played the other game without them. I didn't see a lot of... I didn't feel like I never couldn't do what I wanted to do on a turn. Even with the cards. Well, I... Like if I... Yeah. Yeah. I did have that so, with the solo. With the solo, the, the playthrough I filmed, I had it several times. Okay. I was like, I need to settle. I don't have any settle cards. And then you could argue, okay, okay you can just use the basic settle... Uh, action which is true but it's also much more limiting because you want to have the combination so you can okay. always do what you want that's true but i think that's definitely in the card mode you really want to not use the basic actions yeah because it's you know your cards tend to be better but yeah several times i'd like okay i really need to buy a ship none of these ships are coming out and the ship cards is apparently apparently sorry the ship cards especially are important because they often give you bonuses like okay Minus one energy or minus one steel if you buy it and stuff like that. So you want to have those cards. Yes, okay, I get that. Um, and not the basic but move. I was wondering if I play the game enough, mm -hmm. like I'll know. Okay, the first turn I got to get this for my satellites. The first turn I got to, I'll take this factory out. Mm -hmm. Second turn I'll take this factory. I got to have this done by this on the new world by this turn. I wonder if it can be solved. There's, Does it make sense? I can, I can follow the same. I can sort of follow the same procedure every round. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a lot of planning to be made because on the satellite track, yeah, because on the satellite track you have those, the ones that give you the resource that might not be very special. But if you know you want to go to specific spots, you want to make sure you get those icons and also the technolo technology locations, because there's no. I think there's three spots that give you technology, and technology yes, in the beginning. Yes. The first technology is easy important. to get, but then the second and third, you need to do two technology actions to move forward. So if you get those free yeah. ones, those are pretty huge. 
it's pretty uh, so you can get both at the same time. Yes, yeah, so you can get both at the same time. So then you know, okay, I really need to need to focus on my cards. I need to make sure I have the right amount of num uh, to to stop to end my turn on, so I get everything. But then you need to make sure you yes. also have the stadium, so you're still first player, so nobody can block you. <laughs> so it is very involved. But then the fact that you know all these things, then you, your yes. opponents need to know all these things too, because if they don't, then you already have a very big yeah. advantage. That's true. So if I were to play with, yeah, yeah. So back on mind, I'm wondering: is there, a, can you work out the best way of playing the game? That every round you follow this procedure. I do this my first turn. I do this my second turn. I do this my third turn. Well, make sure I'm here by the end of round one. That would be the baseline, mm -hmm. but then the game would be slightly different for every board, because you get different bonuses with every board. Yeah. So Fair so enough. then you, I think it can be fixed, but then you say, okay, if I have board two, I need to do this. If I have board four, I need yeah. to do this, or set four, or whatever. That's, 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 that's so true. And that will be less so if you have a little bit more, a couple more strategies or whatever, uh, the tech text, sorry, to throw in there. So it's not, so maybe that that crazy one doesn't necessarily come out, but then it might be not balanced with the other ones who do have their crazy power. So give an to give an example to people, one of the crazy powers is you only need to uh, research once for every technology, while normally level ones are once, and two and three you need to do twice. That's one of, that's crazy, that's one of the yeah. powers. Another power is uh, when your ship goes to the new world, it automatically comes back uh, immediately. So that's also really good. But I read in the rule book, you still have to pay the energy. Oh, yeah, so it's not. It doesn't come back for free. So I didn't know that. Make, that doesn't make it that who good. Who had the power? Did you have the power? I had it, but I never activated it. Okay. I had something else, but and, and everybody has a specific plant that scores double, that that produces yes. double. Like uh, all the plants are, are represented. <laughs> there were some other ones that are really powerful. So if they they're not in there, then you might not you know use them. I think yeah, the one that was on your board, I think, is every round you have a free action. Where you can uh, yes, exchange, yes, yes. which is huge in the beginning, because you want to get rid of some of the stuff you're not using and change it into energy, so you have more moves. You know, yeah. So yeah, so, so, so they do have really cool powers that way. It's a good also delay in action. It's, it's really good for delay. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. then you can combo that one with the uh, basic action, where you can do the same thing, get one resource and do three exchanges. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I think the game is. For me at the moment, the game is good. Yeah. Um, and depending if you play more, maybe you can go up to great. I don't know. But the fact that you say, like, I think you can, I can solve it, that I'm, I mean, I'm not saying that you can solve it. I'm just saying that it's solvable. Um, I, I do believe that because. I think it can be. Yeah, because, uh, like, I think there's always. If you're not doing this, for example, you're probably not going to win. Sometimes stuff like yes. that, yeah. So, like things like, for example, the, the mistake we both made that Miguel didn't make, which is excavating stuff in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's now same thing happened with Grace Western Trail, like the which they fixed in the, in the second edition. Yeah. Like in the first round, you always got to take basically uh, take a hit to get money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love you played with Great. You played Great Western Trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know that when you, the first time you go there to to to, to deliver cattle. Yeah. 
you 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 take the penalty and, t- and take the, the points penalty and get money, yeah. and you take that money to start an engine. Oh, okay. I've never played that way. That became like, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. with Miguel, and they picked up straight away, and it was it became like the rote, yeah. became like the standard opening move, yeah. and it became such a problem that they had to fix it in the second edition. Okay. I wonder, like with this game, there's like a standard opening move. Don't send anything with the first round. Keep your engine in the in the new world, yeah. in the old world, and then stop building up from the second, the first two rounds. Could be, yeah. Could be. I, I, things like that. I, I think there might be an optimal way to handle the first round, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that, and that, I think it's a bad yeah. sign that we're already talking about it after playing uh, both twice, you know, that we already see. Well, the, well, the thing is, the reason I'm thinking this is because there's nothing random. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if it's true or not mm-hmm. because it's got the cards. But besides that, I'm, I wonder. That's what I'd wonder. The thing is, like, what. Well, it's always like, what should you not do and what should you do in the first round? And for example, you could potentially buy a ship, but then not send it over, right? Because you cannot wait until you have stuff in the new world, because then you build your ship in the new world, but then still have to fly back. And then, yeah. so stuff like that. So you can buy it and then just not use it or whatever and, and you know, stick it around, uh, stay, stay around there. But it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. In the end, you know, he destroyed us. So obviously he was but under something. <laughs> But then maybe again, because we played the cards wrong, maybe it's a little less, more difficult to solve the game if we keep two cards every round. Well, yes. The, 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 okay, so for, for the people listening, um, normally when you play with the uh, cards, the, the advanced cards mode, you, in the beginning of the game, you have seven cards, you discard three, and then you have four, and on your turn, you play one, you draw a new yeah. one, and then at the end of the round, you keep your four. And the next round you just take three. But the way that we play the first time is we discarded everything. Mm-hmm. So that's positive yeah. and negative. If you have bad cards, it's negative. If you have really good cards, you know. And if sorry, if, it's, if you had bad cards, it's positive to get rid of them. But if you had good cards, it's really, uh, yeah, bad that we got rid of them. So yeah, so yeah, it's, it's like I, the solo I played with keeping the cards and sometimes it was a good thing, sometimes a bad thing. Because like I have four cards that give me ships. I don't need ships. And then I was stuck with yeah, those so maybe ships. <laughs> see, maybe well, maybe that's what you should. Maybe that's what does make the game. That's the randomness the game needs. Yeah, and then you draw three new ones, of course, and I throw away three ships. But yes. yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's yeah. Oh, I think um, on it might be in a one way a potential problem, but then for us personally, I don't think it would be because I don't think we wouldn't exactly. be playing it enough to get to that problem. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So. But it is a game that if people would suggest it, I would immediately say yes, and I would immediately play. Yeah. But I'm gonna have it. As yeah. I said, I, I like all these games. Yeah. You know, like Fargo, Kapodregni. He's like my second favorite designer. Yeah. Uh, Ocean, uh, Underwater Cities, Lost World. These are all great games. Mm. So I'm I'm more than happy to have got this game. And but it's not. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's it's not perfect by any means. But I think I really do like it, and I think it's. It's the originality of it and the mm-hmm. theme. Yeah. So my question, I asked you last time mm-hmm. as well. Would you think it's better than uh, Underwater Cities without the expansion? Ignore the expansion. I need to play Underwater Cities again. Yeah. But I think Underwater Cities is easier. Yes, definitely. It's, it's lighter. Yeah. So maybe that makes it more appealing. Yeah. I really liked Underwater Cities. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just best game yeah though so I do also really like Prague of Kaput well, I actually do like I need to play game. that one yeah we should play some I think you really like it if you like if you like excavation 
and you like i know what it is you probably like it too uh, so i i have prague and kaput regni i have Oh, yeah. I have the Prodigals Club too, but both of them I haven't played yet. I had Woodcraft, but I didn't. I didn't connect to Woodcraft. Uh, I got rid of that okay. again. Uh, yeah. Did you get the solo cards for Prague? No, like, no, no, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, they're like they're like a it's like a um, promo pack. Oh, okay. It's not downloadable. <laughs> it's downloadable too, <laughs> but you can actually buy the actual physical cards as well. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, that would be make it easier yeah. to bring it to the table for sure. But no, I, like it. Yeah. I think we can we can conclude that evacuation is I think it's, it's it's a good game and I can think it's worth trying at least and mm. and I think it's worth a purchase as well. I I went to Amazon to check it, but it was like five hundred and fifty or sixty Hong Kong dollars, which was like eh, okay. I think I think I don't need it right now. I have too much already. Um, Does power have it? Um, potential. I'd have to check. Yeah. On Amazon, it was quite expensive, but it is a good game. Okay. I, I think it's like we said already; it's very original. Uh, there's this, you cannot say, "Oh, I'm gonna get rid of this because I have a game like this in my in my collection already." Because I don't know a lot of games that let you rebuild an, an engine on exactly. the fly. Um, yeah, it's uh, it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's just like an hour and a half. Four fifty. He said if he, okay, powers go for four fifty. Okay, it's quite a bit cheaper. Yeah. So yeah. um, it doesn't overstay its welcome because uh, I think with solo was an hour and a half, and uh, okay, yeah, and I think with and then of course oh, yeah, I should say something about the solo probably. <laughs> I haven't said anything about yeah. the solo yet. So when you play with the solo, you play with a deck that just basically takes things away um, most of the time. It, it, uh, it has just a little deck, and then you flip it over, and it, it, on the it have an icon to say which action it does, and then on the other card, the back of the other card, it'll have a number. For example, if it's a ship and it's number two, it will remove ship number two, you know, from the uh, put okay. on, uh, on the bottom of the deck. Or if it's a building, it'll do the same thing. If it's a stadium, it will take the stadium and it will compete for the uh, happy faces bonus points at the end of the game. Um, and also, it'll, if it has more happy faces than you, it will become first player and potentially block spots on the uh, track. Um, and then also has a settle mechanic, which it will just block spaces as well. And it's funny because it's during a regular game, it's a two-player game because it's only the other the AI. But then when you do the progress with the satellites it become and the turn order, it becomes a three-player game because there's a third scenario in there. So you have the original okay. one. You look at their happy faces. Let's say they have five. This, the, the third civilization always has two and a half less. So they'll have two and a half happy faces. So potentially okay. you could end up being third in the player order. And that means four satellites will move before you and block spots. So okay. you do you do you are forced to try to get some happy faces at least, so you can at least uh, make sure you get some of the bonuses. Otherwise, you cannot. And um, the way they move, they always go super fast because on even turns, if I if I remember correctly, they both move the highest bonus number, the card, like the twelve that I gave as an example. Wow. On uneven okay. turns, only the second civilization, so the AI, the, the original one, they will move the highest, the uh, the third will, will move the lowest. So the AI almost always reaches the end with both almost um but yeah, they they take up a lot of spots as well. And of course they break the game and eh? because they they if if it happens the settle action, they could potentially settle an ocean in the first round. 
<laughs> but there's it it a very small chance of that happening. But uh, and also um, around okay. round three, extra cards get added uh, to make it more uh, competitive. But I think it's uh, the AI works in blocking stuff. In the end, you're just playing your own game. You're playing. It feels like you're playing solitaire. But it is sometimes like okay, I know they're gonna get a ship. I know they're gonna get a building. I know they're gonna get a stadium. But when I don't know. So if the, I really need that one, I should probably get it ASAP. No, I'm going to wait. Oh, okay. crap, it's gone. <laughs> so, you know. so there's a bit of that unpredictability. Yeah, because yeah, you know stuff is okay. going to go away and you might need it and you're mm -hmm. still thinking about your general stuff, your goal cards, the bonuses, because mm -hmm. the drafting and the goals go the same way as a normal game. You have four, okay. there's another deck with four, you choose one, you randomly remove one from the other deck, you swap, stuff like that. So, okay. I don't know, I enjoyed the solo was game. It, was was it smooth then? Okay, that's good. Then. Yeah, it was smooth, yeah, because it's really straightforward, really easy to do, very few that's questions. That's what we want. Okay, that's actually good for maybe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm pretty that's sure if I were to play against you and Miguel again, I'd completely destroy you. But that's not going to happen, <laughs> so it's too bad. I just know it in my mind. That <laughs> I'm sure we can make... As I said, I would like to play the game with four. I'll see how... I don't know. Maybe just take a Well, it'll look prettier. With all the settling and everything, that's definitely because it looks pretty nice when all the all the settling has happened and uh, it's covered, yeah. yeah, for sure. I'm sure there are ways to 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 make it even beautiful, more beautiful with Etsy stuff. Have like plastic little factories instead of just a token and stuff like that, uh, or little guys. Oh, I, you got you got me wondering. <laughs> it might be a bit too early for that, but I'm sure if it's popular enough. Um, but yeah, you know, 7.7 .7 after 985 ratings, I think it's pretty good. I think it's, I think it's fair. Yeah, for sure. I think it's fair. It's a fair score. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to check if what Underwater Cities gets. Uh, 8.1. 8. 8. So, uh, yeah, that makes sense to me. But like, the game like, um, can you check what um, Pulsar gets? Pulsar. Uh, Pulsar. I really like that too, but such a table hog. 7.7. 7. 28 for... 10.7. Same. I think it's about equal to that. They're about the same. Yeah. No. I, I think that's good. I really like Pulsar as well. I really like that nice. dice mechanic that they had there. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. That's it was a really clever game. But I think it's about the same. Yeah. But Pulsar's easier. Yeah. The uh, just checking some other games, uh, but in general, it's all it's always at least a seven. His games, at least a seven. Yeah, I think it's. Well, except League of Six, but that's his first game. That's six point eight. <laughs> Whatever league. Yeah, and I've I've recently got managed to get hold of a copy of Surprise in the second edition. I'm looking forward to playing that one. Yeah, that gets good 7. scores too. Seven point seven as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll craft seven point seven. <laughs> that's all. Prague, 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 Seven point nine. Yeah. So according to BGG, that's his second best. Okay, I can see that. Okay. Yeah, I, can, I think that's it. I mean, for, for the people listening, uh, check out BGG, 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 BGG and uh, <laughs> check out some pictures and everything to get a feel of it. You can watch the How to Play on the channel, which will be there shortly. And if you listen to this really late, it'll been there for months. Uh, solo playthrough will be on there as well. I'm still editing that one at the moment. But yeah, it's a, it's a cool game. And I'm going to give it back to Evangelos. And then the question becomes if I'm going to... Uh, end up adding it to my own collection. It might. It might. Yeah. It might. Because at least I know I like it. The, yeah, and I, I think most of these mid mid to heavy Euro games that I, I usually buy 
whenever you get a player, you, you usually do like it. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. We should, we should turn the tables. I should take one of my games to yours and then you have to buy it. <laughs> it's the other way around. But, yeah. That's with good taste, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, of course, yeah. But it automatically means that I have good taste too. So, yeah. <laughs> because I end up buying them too. So, uh, okay. I, no, I, still, I still got no, I still got no aroma. Yes, you do. Yes, I'm sure you're going to rub that in my face <laughs> for a long time. Um, I think soon-ish we'll do our top 2023 games. Mm. But the problem is we keep wanting to play more games to have a better list. Exactly. But in that case, we're going to be going too deep into... Two 2024. Yeah. 2024. So I, I think we're going to do it. Let's just put it down the end of February. I'll say that. Uh, end of February because then I got a couple of weeks to play games from Miguel again, so I can play nuclear. No, I have got Chinese New Year, so I'll be missing a chunk, sadly. But maybe I'll take some smaller games with me and then try to do solo. Although I'll it, get it. But Esteban will, Esteban will here be here, so we'll take a couple of games with him and Miguel. Yeah, catch up. Yeah, maybe maybe record some. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Cool. Thank you very much for. Uh, Cheers, sir. Thank you joining once again and for giving me the game I said giving not lending of and uh, <laughs> and uh, I'll get it back to you as soon as possible hey, trust you alright everybody thank you very Enjoy. much for listening we'll see you next time and uh, it's just so many games all the time bye bye